Hello, this is Danny Ryan, and welcome to the Three Will Podcast. This is our uh, weekly discussion, Tommy and I together. Thanks for joining me, Tommy. Good to be here again, Danny. Awesome. Yep. Good, good to spend a little bit of time with you, just sort of talking about what's going on here at Three Will. Um, I know for this week, I've been uh, been focusing in on, um, we've had the same homepage for a while now with the, uh, I love our, our video, but I want to sort of spruce up the content and do a little bit more about um, what are we doing for customers and some th- recognizable things. And it sort of got me thinking a little bit about what I've been seeing going on recently, which is we're doing a heck of a lot of really complex migration. So that seems to be the the first step into getting people moved over to the cloud. Everybody wants to talk about the cloud, but unless you've got your stuff migrated over, um, you, you're just talking about it. So what's, 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 are you seeing, you're seeing a lot of these uh, migrations that sort of take off? What's your thoughts on, on what's going on there? Yeah, I think I'm very surprised in the number of organizations and the size of organizations that are starting to trust the cloud and, and getting their, their standard collaboration in place there, their exchange, their SharePoint up in the cloud. Um, love to see folks building solutions up in the cloud, but we think the first step is you really have to get there first. And, and when you get there, you, you want to make sure you're, you're bringing over valuable content, you're thinking about... Um, is this the way I want my information structured? Mm-hmm. And uh, the customers are, I think, looking for getting out of the business of keeping their infrastructure up to date to continue to patch and, and keep SharePoint Exchange healthy in their organizations, their commodity services, and, and love to see those things in the cloud. Yeah, it's there with Exchange where it really is. It's just like a commodity. It does what it does, and you know you configure it. Don't really customize Exchange. SharePoint's been one of those things where it's sort of it's gotten over into the platform and has gotten some. You know, it, it it's we're trying to look at it like it it's a commodity service. It does what it does, and 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 it does some of those things. I think for small teams and for collab basic collaboration. But through the years, a lot of people were taking it and really building on it and customizing on it and, you know, doing some things where um, that are high business value on SharePoint. And so that sort of led us to this world where you're looking at using SharePoint for some commodity service, maybe for team collaboration. Then a lot of people are staying with are doing a hybrid or doing still doing some stuff on prem. And sort of combining that with sort of what the standard out of the box SharePoint cloud stuff does. Right, right. Yeah, and that, you know, how that's going to play out exactly is, I think, still to be seen. Yeah. But I think the organizations that want control over their portal being a unique portal uh-huh. um, into content that's in SharePoint, uh, those folks are opting to be on-prem. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Microsoft's still giving that option. They're not saying everybody has to go to the cloud. And so I think some organizations do it from uh, the data we put into SharePoint. We don't want in the cloud yet. And we're not comfortable with that yet. We don't think it's the wise thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's people that fall in that category of, I want still SharePoint to be that platform for me to create my own intranet portal or information portal or extranet portal experience. Mm-hmm. And when I go to the cloud, 
it's great if I want to use it out of the box. Um, and then I just have some workflow. But when I really want to change the user experience, um, that's where the challenge comes. I think you have to think about it differently when you go to the cloud. Yeah, and we're starting to see, I think, some of the, like other SIs are putting out sort of these um, intranets in a box to sort of customize the UI and make it sort of look like it's more of a, a well-branded type of intranet experience. It's interesting to see how those are sort of coming along now. We've got some customers that we're migrating into that are using some of those solutions um, and that those would be, I think you're, it's probably for the smaller, maybe the mid-sized clients, but then for the larger clients, they still want to, they want to, um, be able to really control what the, what control the data, control the experience. It seems like. Yeah. I, I think a lot of it comes to branding that, that they want the branding experience and then the, the actual services used in SharePoint, I think, are more commodity. It's heading in the direction of more commodity based. And so, when you have something custom, I think you have to think about well, where does that reside, and and what's important about what I did custom mm-hmm. before, and can I do that in the cloud? How do I do that in the cloud? Mm-hmm. And so, the new add-in model, I think, helps with that. So, um, it allows you to to surface custom pieces, um, but those are almost in itself their own apps. And then you're just integrated with that app. Mm-hmm. And that app might be using SharePoint as a service you know, to be able to store documents, um, to be able to kick off workflows. This is, been, this is interesting for us because um, you know, our, our background has been more around app dev. I mean, we, we sort of started the company out with doing you know, C, sort of the, the com C, uh, C, C sharp, the ASP.net and you know, ASP. A type of, of web development and sort of have gone through the different stages of, you know, waiting for SharePoint to get to a point where it's a platform to now it's the message is, you know, you've got, um, I know for us, we're looking at Office 365 and then the custom, I think for, for customizing it, we're looking at Azure for some of the stuff that Azure does. Um, it's, it, it was so much easier for me on the website to just say SharePoint. And nowadays I'm going like, well, do I, do I emphasize Office 365 or Azure or, you know, what, what is it? How do I, how do I you know, package up and say what we do so that somebody would understand? Uh, it's, it's, I, I, didn't, I, I mean, I'm sort of saying yeah, I don't know what it's transforming. And I, and I think some of the things that um, we're going to see three, five years down the road, um, we're going to be surprised, I think. I yeah. think we're, we're really changing what it means to have collaborative solutions and what a solution looks like. Um, you see the influence of the app stores and people buying very specific you know, um, point-type mm-hmm. solutions that um, are not very broad in scope. Uh, kind of micro apps, mm-hmm. and I think that's you're going to start seeing that more in the in the cloud, um, where you have micro apps, and then you have a lot of integration between your solutions. I mean, just yesterday I, I installed the add-in for Outlook um, for Wonderlist. Yeah, me too. And, uh, <laughs> I'm a Wonderlist junkie, uh-huh. and uh, you know I, I, I see I'm picking. SaaS services uh-huh. as my main area to do 
a certain type of thing. Uh-huh. You know, let's say task management or emails or document storage. And those things are not in one big fat system, one big monolithic solution. Uh-huh. They're really down to the smallest unit of work where you do that type of, you know, type of work. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's something that, um, you know, you look at outlook and you've got tasks and outlook. You've got, you know, tasks maybe in your project. Yeah. You have tasks that are in auto task in this system. That's a professional services automation tool. You got these tasks sitting everywhere. I'm tasks in Salesforce. Um, I want to have that one place to go mm-hmm. and I want that to follow me everywhere. And so these apps like a wonder list that can be on my phone can be on basically any device and where I'm doing my work, I can communicate mm-hmm. to that application. And so I'm in the context of the email. Well, should I flag it? Should I create a task? Yeah. Well, my work in terms of my trusted system that I know everything that I need to get done mm-hmm. is sitting in Wonderless. So to be able to take the context of I need to do something about this and just quickly click and push it into the right bucket, um, I think is where we're going to see apps where people are going to have very narrow slices of I'm going to do this well mm-hmm. and I'm going to bring it to you anywhere you're at. I don't care about operating system. I don't care about device. Um, if you do that well, you're, you're, people are going to go to you and stick to you and be loyal to you. So yeah. You look at Office and what's wonderful about what Microsoft is doing about Office is they have one of the best iOS apps for their products, mm-hmm. you know, for, for Outlook, for Word, for Excel. Um, very rich and they're embracing I just saw an update for a 3D touch, you know, feature within Word. Those things, um, you know, to be able to play across platforms, but have a domain that you're, you do very well, yeah. word processing, but make it ubiquitous. Anywhere, anywhere you want to do word processing, you can get to Microsoft Word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is where um, we're sort of talking, starting out with, Migrations with migration, it's through the years. Um, migration work has not been the thing that has got us very, you know, real excited about doing because it seems like you know, SharePoint had a release pattern of every three years or so, whatever. And you did these upgrades, and it's, it was it was moaning and wailing. And you know, what did you what did you customize? Does that work? Did you use third party, um, uh, uh, you know, third party apps or third party uh, tools out there? Does that migrate over? Was just a really a, a pain, real not not the funnest types of projects, especially when you're trying to add value. You're just trying to you know build these line of business applications. Well, now we're you know we're moving people into the into the cloud, and it's sort of it seems like it's a well it's a one time thing. You know, it's like you've got to. It's, it seems like to me it's we're trying to get to the point where we're integrating and we're customizing and building apps. This is sort of like, this is a lot, we've got to do this. We've got to get people moved over. Um, and hopefully we're not, you know, this, this whole migration, we'll be doing it probably for a couple of years now because there's laggards in the industry, but 
once we've got them over, then we can really start having some fun with this. It seems like. Right. Yeah. It's, um, it's in a sense, the final migration into an evergreen, you know, field. It's the final <laughs> migration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, I think what is unsexy about migrations is uh, you spend a significant amount of money and you typically have less functionality. <laughs> how, how do you sell that? Sign me up uh, for, sign that. for that. So yeah. that, you know, that's always a challenge. And so I think the the promise of Office 365 and moving into the cloud and that SharePoint migration is that it is, you know, in a sense, the final migration. And you're going to migrate in a way that you're going to bring things over that are sustainable within that environment mm-hmm. and, and making sure that you set the right policies of this is what we're going to support mm-hmm. in Office 365 and, and this is what SharePoint is for us. And um, that is different. You know, it, it's, it's hard to say that, but it's different. Yeah. And so when we look at using our skill set and our passion around crafting solutions for people, um, the migration effort is part of that crafting. Of yeah. let, let's make sure you have the right taxonomy, let's make sure you're getting the most out of the platform, um, and we're bringing you over in a way that we're bringing over the high-value pieces of what you have. And then we can get into that integration step of, you know, being, you know I'd, I'd love to be the one that we created that integration between Wonderlist and Outlook. You know, so mm-hmm. those add-ins, I think, is an area we're very excited about. Yeah. Um, our customers are not there yet, but we're excited about it and we're prepared and, and doing things to, to help them when they're ready. Um, so I, th- I think that's where we see a lot of that passion of what we'd like to do around crafting things is going to be in that integration area. And also um, you know, solutions, web-based solutions that are embracing what Office 365 has to offer. I mean, what we did for the Braves, I think, is was way ahead of its time. Yeah. You know, to have this portal that's running in Azure using you know Azure workflows, and then in the back end, anything that was back end Office work, you know, documents, some you know approval type workflows, that type of basic bread and butter of SharePoint where we didn't have to do a lot of customization on that, just kind of configure that SharePoint piece. But our application that was running in Azure you know, had to communicate with that. I and it makes things complicated because yeah. we there's yeah. a lot to it. Now it's yeah. not just SharePoint, but it's Azure, and Azure is huge uh-huh. you know, across the board. Of all Seems to be very fast-moving, too. They're right. always yeah. If you don't like things. it today, yeah. it's always tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. And it sounds right now with... Uh, with uh, the migrations that we're helping out with, well, probably right now, one of the projects is probably one of the most complex migrations done yet. <laughs> yeah, we, um, we talked to our our partner with this, um, and the statement was, "There's no one else in the world has the IP that you have for automating our tool, um, uh, except for." Microsoft. That, <laughs> except for that will that will not be named our biggest competitor, Microsoft yeah. Consulting yeah. Services. Oh well, it's, it's a it's a partnership and a cooperation is probably the best way to, to put it. Um, but it, it's a I mean it's good for customers because customers options. 
what was not what's interesting I, I think with the, that project is we're I mean, we because it's so complex we're using from my understanding we're using some of our app dev experience with like all the PowerShell scripts and try you know really it's almost I think there's over twenty thousand lines of PowerShell just I don't, pretty that's pretty significant <laughs> I don't know I I, I, I that's that's great so. Um, yeah, and I think I think probably for us, you know, doing some of the more complex ones are are probably for the for the, for the folks who are here are, are more interesting yeah. as well. I we don't want. I mean, we'll do the the use the migration tool point and migrate, but um, it seems like for us with our app dev background that there we have a unique. We can hey, it doesn't work this way. That's fine. We're, we can work our way around it. Which we can is, soften the edges. Just like we, we've done with SharePoint, we can soften the edge of uh, migration. Because I have, I, I have seen in the past where um, uh, we have a migration and we hand it off maybe to another partner that we didn't want, right. that we, and it got and stuck. It, it never it, stuck. And, and never, it never got done. And so with this, it, it, and I think there's, there's there, especially when you're talking about um, larger organizations, you need to say, okay, well, you know, the tool doesn't work out of the box. Not a problem. Well, we can, we've got PowerShell in our back pocket. So yeah, and we're, I think we can talk about this next week because okay. this is its own topic in itself. But we're using Agile as our methodology for doing a migration, and people typically think about waterfall. Yeah, when they think, you know, it's already determined. You got this, this, and this, and when you're done. There's not not much to think about. Um, but there's things to think about, mm-hmm. and um, we'll talk about that more next week. But you know, using agile, we're we're, we're rechecking that. Is that the right you know way yeah. to approach it? Is a Kanban process better? Um, we really don't think waterfall is. I think if you think about waterfall, it means that you know everything up front mm-hmm. and. Uh, Every migration is different because it's its own beast of you know, how did they use the platform? What pieces do they turn on? What things do they customize? And, um, what type of data do they store? This will be good because right now we're in the heat of um, the largest that I know of Jive to, to SharePoint migration. And I've been saying, you know, typically, you know me with projects is... As soon as they start going, I sort of fall off. And but this one, I've kept my hands a little bit, kept it close because it's been a really important project for us. But it, it'll be interesting to hear what you have to say. Just sort of, I've seen I've seen a lot at Scrum work up to this point because we've been doing some tool improvements, very app dev type things. But then we're getting to the point where we're just we're mig- we're pushing pushing bits across the wire, right. <laughs> we're pushing bits into the cloud, and you know right. you can you can. Project that, but yeah. then you have reality of yep. how fast does it really go? How, how many errors are we getting? You know, what, uh-huh. what's coming out as not working on the other end? What do we need to do pre and post migration yeah. steps to optimize that? And it's an optimization challenge that yeah. you know, at the end of the day, you're trying to put more engineering into it that's going to allow you to get there faster. And, you know, you, you definitely don't want to write some script for 10 hours to save one hour of time. But a lot of these migrations are, I write 10 hours of script, I can save 100 hours of time. And there's very concrete, you know, return on investment. Yeah. Of you've got to go into that migration with enough funding to say, 
I'm going to go in here and I'm going to get this done as quick as possible. And as we adapt to what is the reality of the migration, we're, we're pushing those areas that are going to collapse that timeline. Um, and so I, I think agile is, is the way to do it. If you want to get there faster, mm-hmm. you know, you can do waterfall, but you're going to have to do a lot of padding and you're going to, not be incented as much to say, how can we do this faster? Mm-hmm. You're going to just kind of follow the pattern and not pay attention to, oh, this is a way we can improve it because, well, that wasn't in the plan. You know, those scripts to improve it weren't in the plan. And a waterfall is you know, just following it through, saying that we know how it's going to work out. It just seems to me, you know, it's it's just the feedback cycles. It's the yeah. when you're doing waterfall, you don't have the feedback cycles that you have when you're compress, compressing it and then having multiple. It just it's not there. So it's it's um it'll be it, it'll be it, it works well for yeah. painting the house. You, 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 know, <laughs> you, you've got to get that yeah. crew in yeah. there, and you've yeah. got to get this step yeah. and this step and this step and this yeah. step done. And we know we have this much square footage. Let's get in there and let's be done. There's definitely things that kind of change there. Oh, we find some rotten wood here, and do we need to replace that? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know. I'm a, I'm an agile, you know. You don't um, need to tell me you're an agile. Very agile bias. So I, I agile can everything work with agile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that'll be great. So for folks uh, who want to check back in next week to learn more about um, using Scrum, and, and, and relating that to doing migrations, definitely join back for us. And, and you'll also be writing it. Sounds like a, a complimenting uh, yeah, a blog. Yeah, post. I, I hope to have the blog done by then. So, Great. Yeah. So we'll do that. We'll do that next week. A couple of updates with the podcast. We're I'm slowly pushing it out to different places. It's it's now on iTunes, and it, it is also now out on uh, Stitcher. So if you go into Stitcher and just search for either Three Will or start search for SharePoint if you can't spell Three Will, um, you'll you'll show a, see us showing up pretty high on that list. Uh, it's a big deal if you if you do listen to, through iTunes if you can rate us. Uh, I'm looking forward to our first uh, positive rating. Uh, but just, yeah, just rate us if you've got something good to say. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> but, uh, thank you, Tom. And for having no, nothing to talk about this morning, we sure had a lot to talk about. Yeah. Definitely. And, uh, so, so that wasn't, uh, too much of a, uh, mishmash of stuff. <laughs> no, no, but it worked out great. Thank you for taking the time to do this. Thanks everybody for listening. Drop by freewill.com. Uh, you can, we'll have the transcript of this up there as well. And we'll have the links up to the various places where the podcast is. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you, Dan. Uh Bye-bye. Bye.